I'm so glad that you're here. You are listening to What the Fuck Did She Just Say? with your host, that's me, Sandra Priestley. I'm all about living our best life and finding our zone of brilliance and then removing the resistance so that we can go all in. I say random crazy shit, which is why I called this podcast the way that I did, and I really hate long, drawn-out intros, so let's fucking go. In 2019, I had been working so hard for a number of years. Um, I was working as a leader for the federal government, and I was creating my own sort of living hell, my own nightmare, my own, my own problems. I was saying yes, when I really wanted to say no, I was working way more hours than I was getting paid for. And I was prioritizing people over getting my actual daily tasks done And I was really getting stuck in sort of the exhaustion of the everyday. And I remember people used to be saying to me all the time, my gosh, you're so busy. You're so busy. You're so busy. And I, and I kept thinking, I can't do this. I can't lean into this wearing busy as a badge. So I refuse to listen. I didn't want to be proud of being busy. I mean, that's fucked up when you think about it, right? Shouldn't we be proud of being in our power, of doing things that light us up, of really living in the moment, of living in the now? But instead, I was being heralded for the work that I was doing and how much I had taken on. In October, I always go for a breast exam. And so in 2019, I had gone for my routine mammogram and ultrasound. I had gone in and I have had a number of cysts before, no problems. And so I had gone in and they located again, a number of cysts. I always joke when I go in, it's like I'm a gravel truck. And so they had located a number of cysts. They said they were fine. There was no issue. And if I wanted to, we could drain some of them, but you know, it would be up to me. And that was really where we left it. The next day at eight 30 in the morning, I get a phone call. It is from the breast center. They said, um, Sandra, I know we just saw you yesterday, but the radiologist took a look at your results yesterday and she would like you to come in for a biopsy. Now, I had always had no issues. I had always had just regular cysts, no problem. And, you know, they, they give me the option of doing aspirations. If I feel that, you know, they're sore, whatever. At no point had I ever received the, we need a biopsy in that moment, every dang thing changed for me. 
I got off the phone call. I immediately phoned my husband and I said, I am taking leave. I am leaving work and I'm taking my sick leave that I have gathered up that I have earned. I'm taking my sick leave and I'm taking time off. And he said, okay. I texted my two friends who I'd just been texting with saying that my test results were fine. And I said, I got this phone call. I'm taking leave. And then I called my boss. I remember thinking they must think that I am overreacting. They must think that I am not my husband. My husband was really supportive, but you know, I I remember thinking they must think that I'm overreacting because, you know, like a lot of times women will get a phone call. They'll have to come in. They need a biopsy and it will be no big deal. No issues. They're just being super cautious. Previously, this would have held me back. Previously, I would have thought to myself, what will they think? Maybe I should I should just wait until the biopsy is done. And in this moment, I knew I did not give a fuck what anyone thought of me. I was finally, for the first time in my life probably, putting myself and my health and my family in front of my job. I'd always been the overachiever. I'd always been the one that needed to show up, that needed to do more, that needed to be the best, that needed to win the awards, that needed to say yes all the time. And I was the girl that when I was asked to take on a challenge, I wanted to say yes. I was excited to say yes, but it always came at a price. And in that moment, I thought to myself, how did I get here? How did I do this to myself? Why did I do this to myself? And it became this moment where it was this like, come to Jesus moment. What have you been doing, Sandra? And it was probably bigger for me, greater for me, because a few years prior, a friend of mine was doing her own routine breast exam, and she found one day she was fine, and then the next day she had a golf ball-sized lump in her armpit. She was the most beautiful, most gifted most spiritual, most lovely woman I have ever met. And she went to the breast center and they had diagnosed her with an extremely rare progressive cancer. She had surgery and she did the treatments. It came back and she passed away at the age of 55. I was crushed. My family was crushed. Everyone around her was crushed. She was amazing. So when I got my phone call, all of that was in the back of my mind. And I realized that we literally come 
to this world. We are placed on this planet with gifts that no one has but us. This subsection of gifts that we have in the way that we have them, the thing that makes us us, there's only one of us. And we're placed on this earth with those gifts. And we're meant to thrive with them. I keep thinking, you know, God places us on the earth and says, there you go. I'm going to give you all of these amazing gifts and I want you to thrive. And then somehow we fuck it all up. We tell ourselves, well, I can't do that. We tell ourselves, well, it has to be this way and I can only do it this way. And success leaves clues. So I should really be watching someone else. By the way, I hate Success leaves clues. I hate that term so much. <laughs> I should do I should do a whole podcast on that quote. Because what what I realized is in that moment, I had so many gifts that I'd never seen put to use. I had so many gifts that I wasn't truly stepping into because I did the thing that I was supposed to do, right? You're supposed to get a job. You're supposed to go to university, get a job, get an education, get a job, get a good job. I had a good job. I was making $100,000 a year. That seems to be a good job. Everyone was saying, my gosh, you've got a government job. And wow, you've got a, you've got a management position. Wow. You're on national committees. That must be exciting. Yes, every bit of it was. And I was burning myself out to the point where I had nothing fucking left to give. I had nothing left for my family. I had nothing left for myself. I had nothing left for my friends. And I certainly had no gifts left. I couldn't see them. And in that moment of that phone call, I realized what was really, really important was that I was able to live my life the way that I was meant to live it. It was this moment where I thought, fuck, I only have one life here. What if I don't have the next 50 years to figure this shit out? I better do it now. And I spent the remainder of my time, nine months of sick leave, trying to figure out my shit. I spent nine months of my sick leave healing myself, learning about myself. I became a meditation guide because I knew that I fucking needed it. I needed to heal myself and I needed to stop the overthinking and I needed to get my personal power back because I had fucking lost it. I was so busy in the spin cycle of my own thoughts. I was so exhausted by overthinking. I was so exhausted by everything that I was doing for no other reason than it was not my purpose on this earth. And once that nine months was up, I realized I know what my strengths are. I know what my gifts are. And I am not willing to sacrifice them for any bullshit ideas that I had received throughout my lifetime. I was not going to let myself or any other woman 
hold herself back. I was able to get my own personal power back. I was able to think in terms of one thought at one time, not 50 thoughts, 50 times. I was able to no longer punish myself, no longer see everyone else's expectations on me. I was able to take steps to live the life I was meant to live. And I felt as though my friend and her passing really helped me get there for as devastated as I was. For as much as I miss her still, she reminds me that everything we tell ourselves is just not worth it. And by the way, when she was in the hospital, that is what she said to me. Sandra, it's just not worth it. The stress, the pressure, the showing up for everyone else at work, killing myself for $100,000 because I was expected to, even worse yet, killing myself for a pension that I might not ever get because I'm killing myself to work towards it. Sandra, it's just not worth it. It was six words. And it meant something to me when she said it. And I felt it when I felt the fear of what have I done to myself. The reason that I run the power of you is because of this moment. This moment of realizing that we are all placed on this earth with our own set of gifts and we literally let them go. We let them go. We forget we have them to do the right thing or the thing that we're expected to do. We don't step into our purest soul purpose, our bliss. We hold ourselves back because of the bullshit thoughts that we've got going on in our heads. Because of the things that we've been told, the things that we think. And regaining the personal power that I have been able to regain and helping women see where their zone of genius is, where their zone of brilliance is, and then helping them to remove the resistance around it, helping them to see that their thoughts their own internal chalk track, their own internal, internal emotional soundtrack that's going on in the backs, in the background. All of that, when we can shift that, we have access. It's like unlocking this magic that only you came here with. And this is why I love the power of you so much. This is why I'm so, I am so excited to run it every time. And this is the program that was channeled through me during this period where I was healing myself. 
Thank you so much for listening. I hope you've had some laughs, maybe some ideas, and that you've been inspired to take some type of action toward the life you've always dreamed of. If you feel so called, I would love it if you would share with your besties and leave a review down below. I look forward to bringing you along on this journey and I will see you in the next episode.